0: Welcome to episode 121 of the Animal Addicts Podcast. On today's episode, Casey talks about IVF treatment for Houston toads, while I share a development with one of the cocaine hippos, and tell you where you can watch Wild Isles, the David Attenborough series that had some controversy in England. We have two new picks to discuss, and learn about our adorable Animal of the Week. So let's get to it. Episode 121 of the Animal Addicts Podcast starts right now. Hello and welcome to episode 121 of the Animal Addicts Podcast, our first episode in the Pacific Ocean. Mm-hmm.
1: Woo-hoo. It's a palindrome.
0: It is. I do love palindromes. They make me happy. (laughs) Anyway, as always, we are host Sally. And Casey. And today we're going to talk about a whole new assortment of super awesome animals. But before we get into that, what have you been up to since last I saw you, Casey?
1: I went to Birch Aquarium with my sister. I'm
0: jealous. Did you see the little babies?
1: Well, I saw them on a camera because they're behind the scenes for safety reasons and so you can look at them on a camera.
0: Can you see how big they are? like is there anything for a reference i
1: wouldn't say there's really anything for scale that's in there because it's like a little small aquarium not really anything in it but the babies so oh,
0: little babies
1: yeah but i remember way back in the day when i first like ever went to birch yeah they had like a hallway gallery where it was literally just seahorses and their propagation you, they even had a station for like their brine shrimp that they raised for oh, them and it's like
0: that's cool
1: yeah i like that area i don't know what where what took place of that
0: probably just the where we were last time (laughs) where just the main fish were i imagine maybe where the like little um not jellyfish but the little like sea sluggy dude type thing was Mm. i don't know anyway all right so but how was the trip
1: it was fun it's it's gone I honestly can't remember how much it was the first time. I'm pretty sure the first time I ever went to Birch it was like 18 bucks, and now it's like almost 25.
0: That's what we paid when we went. Yeah, yeah.
1: But still, <laughs> funny thing is, like the first time, the reason I learned about Birch was because my family got a couple tickets from a white elephant game okay. <laughs> at Christmas. Nice. Um. So yeah, the funny thing is, I had to make a stop before we got there because I left my lunchbox at a um birthday party I did for someone okay. from work. <laughs> <And> <laughs> so I stopped at their place to go pick it up before oh, we went want. there.
0: <laughs>
1: so, I think yeah, really they were the
0: Where was the house that you did the birthday thing? It of? was in San Diego, so oh, about okay, okay, 18 okay.
1: minutes away. Right. So not too bad. It was like, it, was like, it worked out because like, I don't know when else I'm just going to come down to San Diego.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not unless you're going to the zoo or something. Yeah.
1: But we got there and it's like, one thing that upsets me is like they don't really have good for their daily scheduling anymore on their website because they used to have like all their feedings for like the shark, the big kelp tank and everything else. Mm. Um, they also used to have it for the tide pools and now the only thing they have out is for their um, penguins. And I was totally wrong. I thought for some reason that it was the ten fifteen a.m. feeding, mm-hmm. which we didn't do because I get to at- text my sister and like, would you mind um, if we went to to get there by the 10 o'clock feeding for the penguins and she's like yes but of course she was like joking but I take her seriously so I was like okay we can get there 1130 oh jeez <laughs> um, and for some reason I thought the talk that they do about the penguins was at noon and I was like I was right wrong it was at 3 and I was like nope I, w- I would exceed my parking time
0: <laughs> oh yeah
1: yeah because we were even, my sister was even keeping track of the time because we were going through the gallery of fishes, like it's almost new, so like, oh no, we have to go to the penguins, and there was nothing special going on by the penguins. Oh no,
0: were <laughs> yeah. they out at least this time? Yeah,
1: um, it, they were, none of them were swimming, but we went back by the end of the day, and there was one that went swimming. Oh, cute. Yep. Yeah. So Yeah. Um, there's not as many fish in that big kelp tank anymore. The sardines aren't in there, and their leopard sharks aren't in there anymore. Oh, weird. Yeah. I really like it, the
0: leopard shark being mm-hmm. in there.
1: Yeah, there weren't as many fish in there, so don't know what's going on with that. And also the wave machine's not working for that tank Oh, because it was stationary the whole time.
0: That shouldn't be the case. Yeah. Maybe that's why the sharks weren't in there because they're trying to, I don't know, who knows. Yeah. Oh, uh, there's something going on in there.
1: Mm-hmm. As like, where do you put your sharks?
0: <laughs> I know. I'm like, where's this off-site or, like off-exhibit thing that's big enough for these sharks? Because uh-huh. they have multiples of them mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. Hmm. Weird. Yep. Anyway.
1: Um, let's see. So then, of course, it was funny because we got through halfway to the Hall of Fishes and we went to the penguins like, okay, we'll come back later. And then we went back through the Hall of Fishes <laughs> nice. to finish it. <laughs> they changed the mangrove, um tank because now you can see it's an open top and there's a little fog machine oh
0: yeah weird
1: okay Mm -hmm. i and i was telling my sisters like i wish they would like put little invertebrates on the island they have there now (laughs) (laughs) that'd be fun yep
0: all right well that sounds Um, fun though
1: yeah and we went to the touch pool. We didn't see any great whales, but a couple oh, of times nice. we've gone in there, we've seen them on their migration. Yeah,
0: I know. I kind of want to go there and just post up out there sometime and mm-hmm. just sit and wait and like have like a little yeah. beverage and just sit there and
1: I remember watch. the one time that happened. It was funny because like they also, Birch also has like whale watching trips they take out and that yeah. trip like the whole day they didn't see any whales and then we just saw three sweating yeah. by the aquarium.
0: I know. I... Well, I remember because when we went, I was like, oh, maybe I should buy a pass because then I could come down here and mm-hmm. then like get an improved your chance of seeing them, right? Yeah. If you just post up out there. But I was like, I think the pass was, it was just, it was not worth, like, it was just too expensive. Yeah. Because I'm like, who else would I be bringing to Burt? I'm like, unless I could bring someone with me and also like, how often am I going to do that? <laughs> I don't know.
1: I don't remember the prices or if you, which ones you need. It too. was at
0: least three times the price, I think, to get a pass for just you, I believe. Oh. So I was like, I'm not going to come to Birch that often. Yeah. There's just, there's not, I'm not going to do that much. Mm -hmm. Especially when my park pass already gets me to the zoo and the animal park. Mm -hmm. And that's where I bring people when they come from out of town. Cause I'm like, this is sort of free. (laughs) So I basically pay for you now, but. (laughs) I
1: remember that was also the one place where I did field trips when I was at Palomar that wasn't free.
0: Really? Yeah. We had to pay. Maybe they're like, cause we're a different university. Mm -hmm. So screw you. Anyway, that's weird. Yep. All right. Well, yep. still cool, though.
1: Yep. It was fun times.
0: Nice. I just wish I was wealthy and then I would get a pass there. And then I could just <laughs> stop in whenever. Mm-hmm. Just go to San Diego and go stop there and then go to the zoo yeah. like Balboa or something. One
1: thing I wish I could do is like when I've gone on vacation like up north in other parts like there's other zoos. I cannot remember the name of one for some reason, but I remember it was I saw about it on our way to um Hearst castle yeah As like because there was like a thing with the red pandas on it and yeah. i love red pandas like oh we should go but of course we didn't actually go because we had other things to right. do around there
0: yeah. yeah that's always interesting too when you travel somewhere else and you didn't know that something was nearby and then mm-hmm. like you're in the hotel and they have like brochures you discover it on the way you're like oh yeah like the first time we went because we went to go on a trip to canon de which is beautiful and i think it's in arizona Arizona, Utah, that whole area is kind of, like, a lot of stuff is really close together. But anyway, it was a really gorgeous trip that my mom had planned, and then we were staying, I guess we were staying in Page, and when we saw brochures for Antelope Canyon, and I'd never heard of Antelope Canyon before, and of course, Antelope Canyon is, like, one of the most photographed places in the U.S. <laughs> anyway, yeah. it's gorgeous. I've been there now three times, I think. Yeah. Three or twice. Maybe only twice for that one. Anyway, um, but it's great. And then when we were driving by, we were just like, oh, what's this thing? And we got off, and we didn't make it all the way at Horseshoe Bend because mm-hmm. we hadn't grabbed water or sunscreen when we went out, and then it was, like, still a pretty – it's a decent little hike to get there. Not crazy, but it's, it's a little bit. If it's, you're in the heat of the day, you don't want to be out there without sunscreen mm-hmm. and water. Anyway, so we did that, and anyway, it's just funny to me when you don't know about things, and they're really cool, yeah. and you're like, oh, what's this? And
1: I think it was the Charles Paddock Zoo.
0: Hmm, Okay. I still haven't even done all the little rescue type places around here. So.
1: Yeah. Sometimes they're obscure, so obscure.
0: Well, rescue like, type places would be that way on purpose. Yeah. But a zoo should be wanting to get as much people as they can. As yes, many but people some people aren't can. good at business. That is true. <laughs> but it also costs money to market. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, that's what's always a pain. It's like, well, I have an intern. Her project that she's doing for her internship is yeah. social media marketing.
0: I feel like that's a joke. For, I mean, for, like, Gen Z and younger, at least. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Was she Is she a marketing major? I assume.
1: No, it's, like, it's... Our projects, like, we let you, like, kind of have free range, whether it's, like, you can do a conservation um, talk presentation style thing or build an enclosure, oh, modify cool. um, learning materials for new interns and new hires, um, hmm. so...
0: That's cool, mm-hmm.
1: and we're not good at marketing
0: <laughs> no marketing well first of all social media is the free way yeah. and you can do pay but you can also your money can go pretty far in social media mm-hmm. but it's just um it's a lot of work and yeah. time is what it takes mm-hmm. but you guys should do you guys should do it like the animal park like yeah. do you guys could do videos all the time if you talk about the famous little you know <laughs> the famous little kinkajou that no one can see yeah <laughs> <laughs> maybe be like oh if you're really lucky you can see her but then no one can ever see her anyway um well if go.
1: it's like um my co-director doing a tour then you could see her <laughs> but...
0: okay there you go <laughs> yeah so yeah you guys could totally do a lot mm-hmm. with marketing that way social media yeah. marketing and it would probably bring you more tours and then maybe your boss could get to the point where you're only doing tours and not doing shows <laughs> yeah can I be a social media marketer for you guys? And um, But I'm Thing not was, there to like, seven. It was like she was
1: offering for like a stipend for one of us to take over the social media stuff.
0: Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to actually handle them, but I will film other people handling them. <laughs> unless it's an animal that you are fine training me for like two hours to deal with. <laughs> and then we will market this. Mm. Great. Here we go.
1: Yeah. I had to learn uh, recently how to jump one of our gators.
0: <laughs> jump them?
1: Yeah, for handling them because they're a big gator. So because you have to... If you're taking on them transporting them you have to get on them tape their mouth for safety right caution, obviously and then you lift them together because <laughs> he's big
0: oh dear <laughs> oh dear anyway
1: he's good it's just like yeah be careful of the tail
0: yeah they'll smack the shit out of you mm-hmm. anyway speaking of gators <laughs> I, I think you're the one who brought my attention to it. I watch all these nature documentaries mm-hmm. on uh, Disney. And I realize this one is not one that I would rate anyway, because it's kind of like a different situation. It's like Zoo San Diego. Anyway, so I watched The Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom. And in one of the episodes, one of the gators gets the tip of his tail bit off. So they have to, like, get him in this box so they can check him. And then they, like, pull his tail out so they can look at the tail they put all these poles in there so mm-hmm. we can't turn around and get to them. Anyway, but it's cleanly bit off. <laughs> and I was just like, what do you mean? That doesn't look like it's very secure. And he could, like, break you if he decides to smack that tail around. Like, yeah, his head is secure, but he can still smack you with that because his tail is fully outside the box. Anyway, but I digress. Anyway, so... It also made me just feel really old, because then they're like, oh, yeah, we've we've had this one for 15 years or something. I'm like, it's a new park. And I'm like, no, I went there when I was six, and it yeah. opened, like, the year after I was six. So, no, it really has been open for a very long time. Anyway, so that was a little depressing. But it's pretty much like, you know, Secrets of the Zoo type of a show. Mm-hmm. I must say the enclosures look pretty nice. Um I really obviously want to go there. I'm very upset that did not exist when I went to Disney yeah. World. Um, and again, the only reason to go to Disney World, <laughs> or to Disney World, to Florida.
1: There's plenty of other reasons. There I, can, are I know several places I would visit in Florida.
0: A couple. Anyway, the main reason to go to <laughs> Florida is Disney World. Anyway. Universal. Universal second, though, to Disney World. Universal's <laughs> also great, but not, not the pull that Disney is. Anyway, so... um So... <laughs> Yeah, anyway, so the one good thing I thought, because I binged it for a while, is they don't do a lot of um, them having to euthanize animals and stuff. They don't really show a lot of that, but then in the second season, they did have to euthanize one. So I was like, oh, maybe because it's Disney, they're not going to do it. Also, it was really weird, because at one point, they show the elephants start mating, and then they cut away to just... (laughs) But it was just so, like, you can just cut and move on and go on. But what they did is, they it was just such a strange choice. Then they showed a cheetah just, like, staring off into the distance. And then they showed two giraffes just kind of looking ah, at the camera. And it was, like, just ah. these random other animals that had nothing to do with it. And I'm like, I'm so confused why this is the choice you made instead of just cutting and then moving on. Anyway, so they definitely do a lot of um, censoring, that kind of stuff. Like, they'll show them mount up, and then they pretty quickly cut away. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but that one just cracked me up because I was like, why are we looking at, <laughs> is it them, like, supposed to be, like, twiddling their thumbs? Like, what's going on? anyway it was very strange but um but it's pretty cool and i i do recommend it it's pretty cool they have a lot of animals there Mm -hmm. obviously and then they have um so they have the main like african anymore type animals but it also is weird to me because they're doing one episode not episode but part of an episode was focused on these different macaws that do this i forget what it's called something where the macaws all fly out over the tree of life mm-hmm. but the tree of life is like as far as i know because i've not been there is like lion king-y type themed like africa and looks kind of africa E tree type themes but then you have macaws from south america <laughs> <laughs> flying over it. i'm like this is a strange this is just a weird combination you should there. have had
1: african gray parrots
0: <laughs> i know i was like this is i mean they're gorgeous and they have all kinds of different macaws and they're beautiful but i was just like this is this is strange
1: we used to have a Long before I came along, um, a couple of macaws. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> there was one staff member that hated this one named Tango. Oh yeah. His tango would always come down and go after you. It's like he just climbed out slowly and gingerly just to bite your foot.
0: <laughs> I feel like I would just tell like, "Excuse me, excuse <laughs> me, we're gonna not do this." Yeah. Anyway, so it was a good show. They have giraffe and zebra, and they have this zebra that I'm not familiar with. It's a mountain type of zebra. Mm-hmm. They have this weird little like mini doo lap thing <laughs> on their neck I was like I'm very confused by this Yeah. anyway there
1: are if I remember correctly there's three species of zebra but then like I think it's the plain zebra that gets broken out down into a couple of subspecies yeah it was some
0: sort of mountain zebra I forget what it is somebody's name mountain zebra mm-hmm. I think anyway so they were cute and they have rhino and stuff and then they have their hippos and they have all kinds of critters But anyway, and so they have that area, and then they have over at the Lodge, which if I went to Disney World, that's where I want to stay for sure. Mm. And then they have animals hanging out there. And then they have over in Epcot, they have, I guess, Nemo and friends. They have a spotted eagle ray. They have a couple in one episode. They have a baby. It's so cute. Anyway.
1: I want to go talk to um, Crush.
0: You've never done that? Don't you have one more trip to go? Yeah. Go do it.
1: I thought that was just Disney World. I don't know.
0: The crush unless they got rid of it. No, it's over oh. in the um in the animation place. First of all, mm-hmm. have you not been to the animation place? No. Okay, Casey, it's like my favorite oh, place to go on DCA. Good,
1: we're not good Disney goers. Oh okay? my god, this is
0: why I need to go with you. <laughs> Jeez, except for the new stuff I'm not so familiar with. But I'm like, okay, first of all, we're gonna make a much better plan of attack here. You have to go there. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous. So, first of all, you walk in, I forget what it's actually called now. It was like and anim- no, animation was the name of the show. It's like animation something. I don't know. It's over if you head over to the Hyperion, which I don't know if Frozen's still playing, and you can skip that. That's mm-hmm. not worth it. <laughs> anyway, um, but you go over there, and so you walk in and they have all these giant screens, and it's beautiful. It's gorgeous and they play all parts of the different movies and stuff. Um, which is just fantastic. Also, one of my friends and I, like, we joke because, like, different places, because people propose at Disney all the time in front of the castle. Boring. Don't do that. There are much better places. And mm-hmm. one of the places I would want it would be in there, but you have to time it with the right movies because one of them that's really nice and kind of romantic is followed by Lion King, and it's literally basically Mufasa's death. <laughs> so it's like, maybe don't have that as part of your proposal. Probably not the best choice. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, but it's gorgeous, and then you go to the Animation Academy. you got to do Animation Academy, and you just got to look at the schedule and see who you're gonna draw because some are cooler than others i do not have a future animation when i did like (laughs) dale or chip i don't remember which one he looked like he was on something anyway his eyes were all funky but you gotta do that which is super cool but sometimes they have like tigger and you like jack skellington right they have like other ones like they do that one a lot i've done him like twice so they have that and then in the same area then they used to have a place where you go and you meet frozen people but i don't know if they still do that and then you have the place where you go you talk to... I think it's Turtle Talk with Crush. Mm-hmm. And it's so cute. Mm-hmm. And just chill back and let the kids do it. I mean, yeah. You can probably also ask them questions. Because my
1: sister like sends me videos of them talking to Crush all the time from TikTok.
0: I am going to have to look it up, but I'm pretty sure that Turtle Talk is still at Disney. Okay. Anyway. um, Anyway, so yes, the point of that was <laughs> Magic of the Animal mm. Kingdom... Uh, worth a watch, and it's not as sad as... I feel like other Secrets of the Zoo type shows have more depressing things more often. And this one doesn't seem to have mm. as many depressing things. I have a feeling they choose not to show it. Yeah. So. And then they also showed a part where they have... I didn't know they use Shetland ponies for this, but they do a Cinderella wedding thing. Mm-hmm. I've seen it when I've gone to Disney before. Sometimes they have a carriage ready for weddings, and that is, like, extremely expensive. But basically, you get to go in Cinderella's carriage, sort of. <laughs> A kind of cheap version looking of that and then they have four white horses pulling it but they're Shetland ponies they're not horses <laughs> so anyway one of the ponies was going to do their first wedding and stuff mm-hmm. and then they show the person she's like oh I have my Cinderella and I'm like how much money do you guys fucking have because those weddings are so expensive oh I totally forgot to say that last time when I talked about the animal part uh-huh. I was really sad because um the you know the little 50 50th Anniversary little like signs they had with the little QR code thingies Mm -hmm. they had everywhere, they've taken them all down. I wanted them to leave that all the time. (laughs) I found those to be so cool. Yeah, I'm so mad. So now I have to like go talk to someone and be like, Do you have that archive somewhere so I can actually go look at all those? Because I was always like, Oh, I'll look at the other ones next time.
1: Yeah, and then I did not. And there's no next time now.
0: There's no next time. So I was like, Why would you not leave that up
1: on the Disney Kingdom one? It's like, it's funny because like, um, I can't remember what it was from, but. I saw someone doing a tour of some zoo and, like, they saw a cassowary. And it's like, I feel like this is an inspiration for. up. And I remember there was an episode of the Disney Kingdom show, and it's like, um, they actually named a bird Kevin, because. But it was like a tiny little bird. It wasn't a cassowary. Oh, but really? It, yeah. it's like, I can't remember the name of is it. Is
0: Kevin supposed to be a cassowary? No. I was like, that is not a cassowary. That is not a real bird, first of all. <laughs>
1: but, like, apparently those birds were partly inspiration for Kevin.
0: Cassowary's is this little bird? <laughs>
1: this little bird, not the okay. cassowary. <laughs> okay, I'm
0: like, this makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. The cassowary was right up against the glass again. That apparently is our new favorite place. Oh, really? Yeah, legit. Mm, and then they did this funny. weird thing where he was, like, opening his mouth. I don't know if he yawned. I got to see the inside of his mouth mm-hmm. real well. I was like, wow, okay, anyway. um, But, yeah, so, well, that's, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they had some. I think they had some that had similar name. Also, they have, like, it maybe you'll look it up. They had a Harambe place. It's like a section. I'm like, did you name it after Harambe who was shot? Or is, mm. are you just going with the Swahili for Harambe? Oh anyway, so there you go. So recommended. Check it out. But moving right along, uh, Casey, what did you want to talk about today?
1: We're going to be talking about toads.
0: Toads?
1: From Houston.
0: We have a lot of Texas stuff lately, man.
1: Yes, and it's at a zoo in Texas, Fort Worth Zoo. Okay. So they're doing in vitro fertilization for Houston toads.
0: That just seems weird to me. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, <laughs> I, I just love like one of the first things that you see in this article is um. So there's of course the caption, then the title of the article. Then underneath it says, "It's a lot less scandalous than people think." Allison <laughs> <and> Julian laughed. <laughs>
0: I don't know why it would be scandalous and not just difficult. Yeah.
1: So, the reason they're doing it is because um, the Houston toad is a critically endangered species.
0: Oh, the Houston toad? That's really his name? Yes, they're oh. Houston
1: toads. That's the species name.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: yeah, they're a critically endangered species. Okay. So they're trying to increase their numbers. Mm-hmm. And one of the methods they are now trying is through in vitro fertilization. So the females, they can actually lay between 4,000 and 15,000 eggs.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: But yeah. Of course, in the wild, not many of those are going to survive because they don't really take care of them and they'll yeah. get eaten and not make it to what adulthood. What is
0: the term lay and leave? Or? Yeah hi see i learned something <laughs>
1: so here comes the part where it's a lot less scandalous than people think um because okay. it turns out um the male toads will release their sperm in their urine and i find this funny Ew. and they will urinate when they are frightened yeah <laughs> and so what they do is that they will make a noise like they'll bark at the toe to get them to urinate <laughs> But then they collect the sperm from the urine. They freeze it, and later they mix it into the petri dishes that have the female toad's eggs.
0: I feel like that's really mean. Okay. Yes,
1: but it's to save them.
0: I'm so happy humans don't essentially ejaculate when they get scared.
1: <laughs> well, he's peeing because he's frightened, and there happens to be sperm in there. So.
0: Cause I'm it's... so happy there's not sperm every time Well, it's peeing. because
1: the cloaca... Uh, how did the presenter called the cloaca is the all-purpose opening or something oh, like that uh, I okay. can't remember it was so funny I can't remember it now um and it's kind of true because they urinate out of it they defecate out of it they lay their A eggs out of it everything? they <laughs> that's, that's how they reproduce great. oh my so, yeah
0: no thank you uh,
1: yeah that so that's some um, birds reptiles amphibians and um that's not the monotremes.
0: Okay, anyway. First, so, I thought you were saying the monotremes, like, referring to them. I'm like, that's not what a monotreme is. No, but I see You're monotremes including happen- monotremes in that group. Yeah. Okay. All right, anyway, continuing on. Sorry. So,
1: yeah. So, they are... T- so, they scare the toads. <laughs> <laughs> then they freeze the sperm. So sad. And they put it in the petri dishes. Apparently, they grow, actually, pretty fast once they um get fertilized. And eventually, the ha- tadpoles will hatch, and they grow into tiny little... Toadlets, and there's a little picture of one. <laughs> yes, there's a picture of one next to a. I think oh, it's a dime. So little. A tiny little bean. Oh yeah, it's a dime. Yeah.
0: He's so cute. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the zoo is releasing eggs back into the wild regularly to keep the Houston toads uh, alive, and they said to uh, help keep their food chain and pest control healthy because the frogs are very important for that part of the ecosystem.
0: Okay, that yep. makes sense.
1: And the Fort Worth Zoo says it's the only zoo doing the in virtue of fertilization treatments on the Houston toad.
0: Crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm a little um, weirded out by that. i <laughs> I don't feel, again, like it's scandalous. I just think it's kind of weird. But anyway, there we go. Mm. Um, okay. Well, um, moving on into not so... Happy news? I don't know. Um, we have discussed once again the cocaine hippos, Pablo Escobar's mm. hippos that he brought over and then just let run rampant. They don't have a natural predator, so they're wreaking havoc in the in South America. Anywho, so um, so one of them recently. I'm not going to tell Mitch about this because it's a pretty short story. So the headline is one of Pablo Escobar's cocaine hippos dies after being hit by an SUV in Colombia. What? amazes me about this is they said that the passengers were not injured really how do you hit a hippo enough to kill the hippo it's not like you bumped into it it was enough to kill a hippo what car are you driving <gasps> and what are your safety situations maybe a they truck? were maybe they were <laughs> a like truck. not horribly i mean maybe they were somewhat injured but they weren't like anyway
1: it reminds me of like when i would um Watch like those world's dumbest, um, Criminals. and it's like so, yeah. amazingly, so and so was not seriously harmed. It's like,
0: how just dumb luck, anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, they said that the hippo died immediately afterward and was Aww. removed to be analyzed. Environmental authorities said, but yeah, it said the occupants were unharmed. So, I'm just like, what are you driving that you hit a like two ton animal and then didn't die? <laughs> Or you were going really slow. I don't understand how this happened. How you were able to hit it enough to kill it, but then be unharmed yourself. It seems a little crazy. Mm-hmm. So, of course, these hippos are causing all kinds of problems. And then someone... Who, who's talking about this? Yeah, here we go. So, this is one of the dangers that the presence of these species represents. Many of them cross the highway where many vehicles pass. It's also a danger to people, said David Escheverry Lopez, a biologist at Cornell. The local environmental authority. This, I would not expect hippos to be in the freaking roadway. And also, just, I don't know, it's crazy. I just feel like that's the cocaine moose of the situation. Yeah. Anywho, so on from that into a, again, I'm not going to get into this whole article, but I had brought up recently that there was drama in the UK because there's a new David Attenborough series and they wouldn't show one of them because they're afraid that it's going to make them look bad, essentially, as far as environmental protections mm. go. So, quick thing against, I'll link, link this stuff, but, so, what is this series called again? I forget what it's called. Hang on, let me scroll back up. <laughs> so, um, this tells you how to watch Wild Isles, Dave Attenborough's look, David Attenborough's look at the wildlife of the UK. So, anyway, it talks about just not the islands of the UK. So, anyway, but they're telling you how to see it. Um... So, the little bit they talk about is the series was released in five parts. A separate film exploring the human impact on wildlife was produced, but didn't air on TV as a sixth episode. More on that controversy below. (laughs) The entire series is now available to watch on BBC iPlayer in the UK. Those in the US and other countries can watch Wild Isles on Amazon Prime video from April 21st. So, the first five episodes were released weekly from March 12th to April 9th. And are now fully available to stream on BBC Player for UK residents. The extra film titled Saving Our Wild Isles is also highly recommended, though relegated to the extra section of Wild Isles on BBC iPlayer. Uh, We're going to say the actual drama on it. Alright, so here we go. So, episode 6... There has been much discussion and confusion as to whether there isn't an episode six of the Wild Isle- Isles series. Most of the Attenborough's recent docuseries have consisted of six episodes. IMDb lists six episodes, with the final one titled Saving Our Wild Isles, scheduled for broadcast on April 9th. The Guardian reported that the BBC had declined to air this episode as scheduled from fear of backlash due to its theme of human-caused destruction of nature. However, the BBC strongly denied this and stated that it acquired the film separately for its on-demand service, BBC iPlayer, and never intended to air it as a sixth episode. I think you never intended to air it because you were afraid of backlash. (laughs) Anyway, despite the confusion, the heartfelt saving our Wild Isles can now be found, albeit not obviously, in the extra section of the Wild Isles page on BBC iPlayer. Here's a direct link. But anyway, again, for us, it's Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Yeah. But anywho, I don't think we get BBC iPlayer because we're not in the UK. True. So Amazon Prime, though, has it is what they said for US people. Anyway, but I I just have to say, BBC, you're full of shit because you would have aired it if that's how mostly series have been done. And also, oh, we just wanted it to be a movie. Then why would it be in the extras? Mm -hmm. So you're full of shit. Britain is almost as crazy as we are.
1: Oh, yeah. Um. One of our conservation partners we work with is the UK Lynx Trust, and what they're trying to do is reintroduce Lynx to Scotland. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a Facebook page it's not very active right now. Um, I don't think it has been for several months, actually. Um, but <coughs> whenever they had, like, these lives or Zoom webinars that they posted, like, the comment section from, like, farmers about the plants yeah. and everything is, like, a shit story.
0: Yeah. Get a fucking dog. <laughs> That's what a dog's job is to do. It's not that hard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. Also, I just have to say, I did look it up, um, and Turtle Talk is still a thing at DCA. So, you're going to, next time you go, you are going to make it a priority. I'm telling you right now. I'm trying to find the name of the building, and it's still not saying it. But anyway, so if you go down, I think it's like Hollywood Boulevard or whatever. You're going toward the Hyperion. On the left side, there's like a hot dog restaurant. (laughs) Um... And then you go, and then there's this, you really can't miss it. And there's a store in front of it that's off the page, and it's gorgeous, and they have all kinds of beautiful, expensive things that are out of my price range. Anyway, um, so there you go, and you have the big screens. And if you go off to the left, when you walk in the front doors, that's where the Animation Academy is, and you have to go do that, so you can go draw somebody and see how bad you are or how good you are. It's I'll be bad. It's great. It's a fun time. And then you go off to the right, I believe, because I have done it in a long time, is Turtle Talk. And then you just go sit in line, and it's a nice, if it's a hot day, it's a nice air-conditioned place. <laughs> and then it's also one of the popular places in the heat because it's air-conditioned. Mm. So you sit and watch the fun screens. And then there's also, I think it's a sorcerer's workshop where you can go see, like, different animation tricks and stuff. And, and you can go take your test to see what Disney character you are in Beast Library. Oh. I can't believe you've not been going to this place. We go to this place every single time I go because I love it anyway i haven't done turtle talk in a long time but you just have to tell them that turtle talk is your main goal okay and i have to say their actors are pretty freaking good Mm -hmm. because they're pretty on it and they seem to know turtle facts so i don't know if they have like if they have to have them memorize a ton of like sea life information oh my goodness it's really cute anyway i definitely suggest it it's pretty great anyway so back on track (laughs) I'm gonna, you have to tell me next time you go, and I'm gonna message you and be like, you better go to this.
1: I'll text you when we go. It's like, you'll remind me.
0: Also, this is your last time. So you're gonna have to be yep. like, what have you done so I can tell you what else to go do? You, maybe your dad can go chill and eat some food, and you guys can do star tours. Cause it's amazing. It's one of my favorite things. Anyway. So, you go. have you watched World of Color, the new one? I'm, I don't know if it's good. I'm sure it's good. No. I love World of Color. It's great even in the summer it's even better because you get wet if you're up front mm-hmm. anywho all right moving on
1: my mom keeps wanting to go to toontown
0: toontown's cute i don't i'm assuming it's open again yeah it's cute there's cute things to do yeah we... I get we
1: just didn't go this time or the last time
0: yeah it's pretty cute but it's covered in children yeah <laughs> more so than other places
1: yeah, I think she has, like, fond memories or something. And it's Probably. Like, but and there's a lot then of... Then once f- she goes there, it's like, why did I come here?
0: There's also a lot of fun photo ops, <laughs> and I think that's where Mr. Toad's Wild Ride is. I'm pretty sure that's in mm. Toontown. And then, um, also... Oh, my God, I just lost it. What was I going to say? Not Toontown. I'm losing my dang mind. All right, well, hopefully it'll come back to me, because it's not that. <laughs> I was going to suggest something else, but I don't remember what it was now. Is it over? Oh, I... Have you done Dumbo? It's so great. Even for adults, it's so great. I <laughs> got to say, you got to do it. You just got to do Dumbo, man. It's. I haven't been on the teacups in forever because the line's always ridiculous. But Dumbo is so much fun. You got to do it, man. I felt, my friend and I went on it and, like, we had parents giving us, like, practically, I don't know if they were dirty looks or they were just confused because we were, like, enjoying ourselves so much on Dumbo. It's so simple, but it's so fun. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, all right, back to it. (laughs) So, to our picks this week, it was Casey's category. And what category did you choose, Casey?
1: I decided, since we covered our favorite uh, nature series as growing up, I said, Our favorite nature documentary or series as an adult.
0: Okay. And who did you choose?
1: I went with Planet Earth. Specifically the Planet Earth 2 because the advanced, more advanced cinematography compared to the originals.
0: Do they have just like beautiful sweeping cinematic?
1: The cinematic is phenomenal and no one can narrate a nature documentary like David Attenborough. Yeah, that
0: is your dude. Yeah. So if I ever had an opportunity to meet David Attenborough and have him like send you a video message, would you like die? Yes. Okay. <laughs> we have to make you meet to- better get on it quick. He's not getting younger I know. <laughs> anyway.
1: But yeah, I remember like just watching those all the time as a kid and it's like if there was everyone on I would just sit there and
0: watch Watch Nature thing. Yeah. Anyway, I haven't seen those. Mm-hmm. Do you know if it's on Amazon or somewhere? I
1: don't know. That's the thing. It's like, because it's like BBC look. stuff. And it's like, it's harder for me to like find. Sometimes I found them like bootlegged or something. I think That's I don't think. Weird.
0: I feel like BBC stuff is all over the place because I don't know. HBO has Doctor Who now. So I'm like, oh my God, I can finally mm. catch up on Doctor Who. I'm so far behind. Yeah,
1: Maybe I'm not trying hard enough.
0: <laughs> I don't know. It might be on. I feel like yeah. I saw it somewhere because I think it's either on PBS or Amazon. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, maybe I can actually watch these. Yeah anyway but yes it sounds would, like it's beautiful it so, is beautiful but I'm guessing not yeah. safe
1: oh it it's getting safer I think with the later with like especially the newer series I don't remember seeing like any predators being successful as often <laughs> or ever. Whereas I, feel, whereas I feel like in the original ones, I think I did actually see them actually make the kills. Or I might just be remembering wrong. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I have
0: to get myself ready to go watch these very un- not safe episodes. So it sounds like the second series is more like mostly safe. I would say so. Okay. And the first season or the first series, Oh, wait. I, I might be thinking
1: safe. Our Planet. And I oh, okay. may be getting them mixed up because David Attenborough narrates so
0: much. Stuff. He does so much. It. If it's BBC, he does it. <laughs> yep. Okay, anyway. All right, cool. Well, why else do you like it?
1: I also like that it's actually educational. It's like It's one of the few things that still gets produced now that's decent instead of like the reality TV crap I see on Discovery and Animal Planet.
0: Yeah. But do you feel that the like secrets of the zoo things are oh, educational? Oh, I love those. Yeah, they're or great. Or entertainment.
1: No, they're educational, too. They definitely cover stuff about the species. They're species that people probably haven't heard or seen before. Yeah. But, yeah. Other than that, I don't really see as much. I
0: love now yeah. when I'm watching oh. a series or, or special, any kind of nature special or just, like, something pops up. I'm, like My dad keeps sending me things. I'm like, we've talked about this mm-hmm. one on the podcast. We've talked about this one. <laughs> and I'm like, I know that one. Who was recent? Oh, shoot. What's its name? I'm going to say its name wrong. The hoopo? That bird. Oh. This is what, I'm, this what? what I think I think of them. What's their name? The Hooded Hoopo? No. What's their name? We, they were recent. Oh,
1: Hooded Pitotooey?
0: Wow. Hoopo? No it, <laughs> Hoopo. Wasn't the, no, it was not the... No, it wasn't that one. Because that's the... Patu? Yes, Potu. That's the one I'm thinking. I'm switching letters around. <laughs> okay. Pa, I think it's that one. The orange one, right? The potu. not orange. Somebody's orange that we talked about. And it has letters like that. Okay. Oh, no. I'd have to go back and look at our list of animals. Orange anyway i don't remember where it was from either anyway moving on
1: if it's more orange i feel like that's more the pitohui
0: no because that's the poisonous one isn't yeah. it yeah it's not that mm-hmm. no no no. i swear it was the orange and i think it's the not potu <laughs> <laughs> what does it say <laughs> the one you just said oh pitohui no not the pitohui the other one <laughs> <laughs> the potu oh it's potu i'm looking it up i think it's that one anyway oh my gosh we're getting so off here i swear that's what it is oh my goodness it's too funny oh no it's not that one No, just kidding it's definitely not that one no no because this is the one that has that really weird
1: it's the muppet bird
0: oh god what is that one i'm so confused like i don't think it's the patooie because that was aren't they dark maybe it's not oh god how do you spell patooie well that's not it oh it's hooded let's start with that this is fascinating content (laughs) there we go oh maybe no see no because that's not the one i'm thinking no yeah this is definitely one that's poisonous no what the heck is this thing's name
1: it's orange and
0: it has this like crown on it it's a bird that we covered recently yes it was this season
1: okay was it gosh
0: darn it Okay, anyway. Oh no, it's my turn to talk. Keep telling us about the amazingness of of Planet Earth while I go look at our episode guides to see if I yeah. can find out.
1: Also it's like the another great thing is like I I can't remember if it's only with like the premiere of the when they do like Planet Earth Two or whatever iteration they're doing. Um like they also at the end like show you how they did it all and all the cinematography. I guess. Also, like, the of Planet Earth was great cinematography, too, and it's like seeing how that's done and then seeing how they get to some of the places like on Planet Earth 2, the chin-strap penguins. Hoopo! The... I was
0: right. Sorry. I said kind Oh, the Hoopo! Right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Okay. But anyway,
1: like, them getting onto the volcanic island with the The chin- penguins yes. and stuff, yeah. Is like all that work to get that done.
0: <laughs> I'm kind of excited because, um, well, we haven't gotten to my choice mm-hmm. yet, but, um... Like, the Secrets of the Whales is not Mm -hmm. my choice. But the cinematography in that is freaking gorgeous. The Mm -hmm. shots I get, and of course, Disney gets amazing shots. And now they're going to be doing an elephants version. So Mm. I'm kind of excited to see what that's Mm going to be. Nice. But I am going to have to watch these. I'm probably going to, like, watch this Planet Earth and then be like, Casey, you lied to me. It's horrible. (laughs) Anyway, by the way, that bird I was thinking of, people, is the Eurasian Hoopo. Which I think is not what I said first. Or say puto. No, you said puto. (laughs) I was close. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway... (laughs) from europe yeah anyway there we go <laughs> all right well but yeah I also it's like
1: them. i remember learning about a lot of different species from those shows
0: species you hadn't heard of yeah. before even with your after well, your education
1: no before
0: okay <laughs> you're like no, i know everything that not everything
1: i don't know everything
0: oh we totally forgot to say that too about <laughs> about the disney thing mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure it costs money, but I want to go do it. They, they guess they get logger. they get four, four three species of sea turtles that mm-hmm. go and lay their little eggs in their nests yeah. on that, on, like, on a beach that, I don't know if they own it, but it's a beach that they work yeah. on. Anyway, and you can go and watch the babies go out. Oh, I need to see that. I want to see so bad. I'm like, we could do that in just freaking Florida. I thought I had to go to, like, freaking africa or like the south the south america to south america somewhere or like somewhere in the caribbean to like go i'm like i could just Mm -hmm. go to i mean florida's kind of also practically a foreign country now but anyway but still i'm like well i can go to disney and then just pop over to do that that's fantastic Mm -hmm. yeah anywho
1: oh but another thing i remember uh, i can't remember it was one of the newer ones also like it takes forever for like them to film these that makes sense (laughs) um but like they showed like the final shots of like the panamanian golden frogs before they were all taken to zoological facilities Mm because they were doing so bad in the wild right and they preventing them to be like the golden toad
0: yeah stuff like that that's cool Mm -hmm. i'm gonna have to watch it i'm gonna have to take a break today after this so maybe i'll watch a little bit Mm -hmm. of that and then be sad (laughs) anyway Mm -hmm. all right well that's cool so planet earth number two that sounds Mm -hmm. weird planet earth two yeah. Isn't there another one that's like oceans or? or yeah, is there's our planet. planet. Oh, blue planet. That's yes, what it is. Yes,
1: there's blue planet, our planet, planet, planet Earth, Earth 1 and 2. There's frozen planet. Oh, no,
0: there's that's life. Gonna be. I feel like frozen planet's going to be all kinds of not safe. I,
1: love, <laughs> I liked it. I loved it. There's going to be polar bears and orcas
0: and leopard ones. seals. It's going to be all kinds of not safe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um,
1: let's see. What? There was another. Oh, yeah, the green planet, which was largely focused on plants I still haven't seen.
0: Now I want there to be other colors. Brown planet. It's based on minerals and dirt. Yeah. Most minerals aren't brown, but anyway.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Cool beans. <laughs> okay. Anyway. That's
1: funny. Um. Another thing I like to like, especially if you have like little kids, it's like it does it by like biomes. Okay. So you get like that kind of education too. That's cool. Yeah. I'll have to like, watch there's it. There's jungles. I feel like if I ever deserts. have
0: children, I'm gonna have them just like watching a loop of shows I have watched to make sure that I feel like it's actually a good message for them because <laughs> even a lot of the Disney channel shows and stuff are so consumerism that I'm like no you're going to give them complexes they didn't already have and then you're like oh but it's okay because you don't have to do this I'm like but they wouldn't think that if they didn't watch your show in the first place so no anyway um but they just have like nature series on all the time I'm like go watch animals mm-hmm. go watch them go be traumatized <laughs> by different Disney guests <laughs> <laughs> be traumatized by all of the parents day <sighs> and wives anyway I still don't think anyone can get over how sad the beginning of up is. I know also just I remember like halfway through it I'm like this thing has been advertised with him alone she's gonna spoiler alert if you haven't seen up that's like 15 years old Uh, I was like he's shown alone in this so obviously she does not make it I'm like oh god it's so sad anywho have you seen I am all over the place today have you seen the short I think it's in front of Moana with the little... Oh, God, we've talked about... I think it's an oyster catcher. And the little bird, and he goes out, and he's trying to learn how to, like, get his food. And then he gets, like, beat up by the waves, and he's all frazzled and scared. Oh, uh, thanks. Oh, my God, ah. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's, like, a crab or something, like, digs in the water, and then he, like, mm-hmm. buries himself in it, and, and then he's so excited. He's catching all the food. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Their shorts are ridiculous. <laughs> I can't stand You it. know what
1: I miss is um at the end of the Pixar movies when they had, like, their bloopers.
0: Yeah. Ugh.
1: I love, love bloopers for
0: animated, but it's a lot of work to animate them.
1: Yeah.
0: Anyway. All right. Well, anyway, so my choice was... I struggled because I haven't watched shows like that. And... Whoo, one thing I love about nature specials is when they have the beautiful, just, like, giant... Just... Why are words so difficult for me? Anyway. Expansive. That's what I'm going for. Like, expansive views. is just beautiful, like, as I... Um, talked about a little bit earlier, um, Secrets of the Whales, with those beautiful shots they have. They're just phenomenal. And Disney gets amazing cameras, so they just get the amazing close-ups of, like, insects and all kinds of things. It's crazy. But of the ones, I looked at the ones that I've been reviewing, essentially, telling you if they're safe, not safe, or mostly safe. And of those, um, a newer edition, I got to go with Supernatural because I like their storytelling elements. I don't like that they do visually things that I feel like kids are going to think that that purple essence is actually coming off of animals or this green thing is going down into the trees for the wood wood wide web and everything. So I don't like that part, but I think the storytelling aspect is cool. They always choose, goodness, cool animals, and I feel like they just have anyway i think their content's cool they have cool shots but they're not Mm -hmm. that beautiful expansive that i really want and i feel like it's always when you're like looking at buying like a big screen tv that's always going to be like a planet earth on or something because it's so gorgeous anyway so currently for me it's supernatural but that could change when i start watching planet Mm -hmm. earth although i feel like they will not be safe and supernatural i think has only tipped into the mostly safe category so far so there we go Anywho.
1: Yeah. I also like them because they're not always overly focused on, like, the charismatic megafauna. It's, like, covers a wide range of Are you talking types. about Planet Earth? Or are you yeah, talking... Planet okay, Earth. Okay, okay.
0: I gotta say, though, some of these Disney ones have gone on animals I've never heard of before. Mm. But then they also go on ones, like, the most recent one I watched, one on the Alcon. But mm-hmm. I never would have heard of that before the podcast. Yeah. Because of your crazy horrifying mind. Nobody's on a bobbit worm yet. <laughs> anyway. Mm-hmm. If like I just need to make one that's just all the horrors, I would nominate a bobbit worm, a coconut crab, unacceptable. I can
1: make like- a horror nights maze. Absolutely animals. That
0: actually would be pretty effective. The hor just- Oh, the horrors of the deep. You don't even have to have all the animals, just ocean animals. And like you don't need you don't need people trying to kill you. Just the horrors of the ocean. Anyway. Every time that always makes me think of the whole like why are we exploring space? We need to explore our oceans. <laughs> like NASA get down there and like, NASA knows. They've been there and they're looking for other planets. <laughs> I know it's down there and they're looking for a way out <laughs> anyway it cracks me up oh and, <laughs> and every time i see one of these horrifying creatures i'm like oh my god yes Ooh. anywho okay cracks me up all right well that brings us to our animal of the week and our animal of the week this week is
1: the Leaf Slug.
0: I'm so excited about this one, also known as the Leaf Sheep. I mm-hmm. saw it, and I made a note of it, and I'm like, please, can we do this? They're so cute. Okay, anyway.
1: <laughs> so they're in the group Heterobranchia, okay, which is a group that consists of slugs and snails. And they're in the family Costacielidae, and their scientific name is Costaciela Kuroshime. They were originally discovered off the coast of Hiroshima. They have since also been found in tropical waters near Japan, the Philippines, and Indonesia. Their lifespan is unknown, but it's estimated to be between six months and a year. They are a small sea slug species, measuring in at only about five millimeters.
0: Oh my God! They're that small. Yeah. I can't even count that. I can't. I can't look there because it's too. Yeah. Oh my God one two three four okay so like half a centimeter yeah oh that would make sense because it's 10 okay Mm anyway (laughs) i didn't realize they were that small yeah (gasps) you need like a microscope to see how cute Mm -hmm. they are i'm blown away i figured that was at least like no six centimeters no i can't i'm blown away right now okay continue on (laughs) i'm sorry how do you not squish them oh god okay
1: they are an herbivorous species and feed on algae Fun fact about this slug is that its scientific name is a combination of Latin and Japanese. Uh, Costa Ciela refers to its genus of sea slugs, whereas Hiroshima is a derived from the Japanese island Hiroshima, which is just off the coast of Taiwan, and is where the species was first discovered back in 1993, two years before my creation.
0: Oh, that's right. You were after Lion King. I thought you were born in 94.
1: Nope. 95.
0: Oh, okay. JK. Yep.
1: I mentioned another common name for them is the leaf sheep. That is because these slugs have small beady eyes and two antennae like structures called rhinophores, which um, function just like antennae and insects um, in that they are responsible for chemoreception. And these structures give them a um, head that somewhat resembles sheep ears.
0: So cute.
1: There are tiny hairs on these rhinophores, which allow them to detect chemicals in the water, which allows the leaf slug to locate its food. They have several leaf-like appendages all over their body with pink, purple, or white tips. These appendages are called serrata, and they are actually what holds the animal's digestive glands.
0: Okay. Okay. Like
1: many other sea slugs, the uh, leaf slugs are hermaphrodites and possess both male and female reproductive organs, so they can mate with any other slug they come across. And then,
0: <laughs> any of their type of slug, not yes. some random slug. Okay. No. Nope.
1: Yeah, it has to be the same species. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: and then they will reproduce, resulting in an egg mass that will hatch into several shelled larvae that will turn into small slugs in about two weeks after they are plankton.
0: I gotta say, I don't like egg mass as a term. (laughs) Why? It just sounds gross. It's a mass of eggs. It sounds gross. (laughs)
1: They have quite a peculiar diet compared to other sea slugs we have talked about before, as many sea slugs are predators of cnidarians and absorb their stinging cells to incorporate into their body for their own defense. The leaf slug, though, has a very different diet in that it feeds on algae and does something very different. The leaf slug is capable of doing something called kleptoplasty. This is when the slug will feed on the algae and instead of digesting the chloroplasts that are in the cells of the algae, they will incorporate them into their own body. That is partially responsible for the green color of the leaf slug. Hmm. It does something else that is very unique because it incorporates those chloroplasts of algae into its own body. So these slugs are the among the only sea creatures that are able to perform photosynthesis. It's so
0: crazy. Once again, I just have to say, <laughs> something I choose because it's so cute turns out to be crazy cool. <laughs>
1: so this process of kleptoplasty is pretty much uh, almost exclusive to single-celled organisms uh, outside of this group. Um, so it's actually pretty special for a multicellular animal to do something like that. And so it essentially makes them solar-powered.
0: I love them. I love them so much.
1: Um, this sea slug actually belongs to a clade of of slugs called Secoglossa, which are sometimes called these sap-sucking sea slugs <laughs> because of their ability to suck the chloroplast from the algae they eat.
0: Hmm, okay.
1: Yeah. And you can actually have several of these sea slugs on uh, one leaf of the algae. Well, and, well they're so and small. It's, and it's both their home and their lunch table.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. Also, I love it. like sapsucker just sounds like an insult.
1: <laughs> they are also sometimes called the solar-powered sea slugs. I love them. It is still a mystery as to how the sarcoglossin snails evolve the ability to photosynthesize and why when they are able to eat food on their own to obtain energy. Okay. <laughs> and where they live, it makes sense for photosynthesis because they are within the they're clearly within the photic zone for photosynthesis to happen, but they're still plenty able to get food on their own. So
0: I don't remember if you said, how deep-ish do they go usually?
1: I believe it's only like 20 meters to 100, so not very deep.
0: That seems like that'd be a lot for what they're doing. Okay. Yeah.
1: So, not quite sure because a lot of animals where they do have like another, evolve another way of obtaining nutrients is because... There's reasons that it can be devoid of other ones trying to get it from one way, so they have to supplement it.
0: Have another option. Okay.
1: Yeah. But um, given that this species was discovered less than three decades ago, a lot is still unknown, so there is not much... own about threats that they may be facing but most likely habitat loss is the most significant threat they are facing especially doing to things like mining in coral reefs they don't actually live in the coral reefs but they live in close proximity to them because they both need habitats that get plenty of light okay um as well as overfishing may be detrimental to them as well
0: Hmm. why would the overfishing be detrimental to them
1: Why overfishing? Yeah. Because it can disturb habitat through our fishing practices. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha.
0: I just, I want to know who discovered them, but then I'm looking at this size again and like you wouldn't even know how cute they are Mm. until you put them under a microscope (laughs) or at least a magnifying glass, maybe. Could you imagine being the first one to discover that face? (laughs) Even without the face, the whole body's adorable. Oh my God. Sea
1: slugs are very cute.
0: They are too adorable Mm -hmm. and I cannot handle it. Oh, my gosh. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, Casey.
1: Yes, Adam. What do you
0: call a slow bullet?
1: A slow bullet? Mm-hmm. I do not know what you call a A slug. Sl-
0: I have heard that referred to before and didn't know the difference. Anyway, just in case you don't know, like I didn't, it's a one piece of bulky solid ballistic projectile. <laughs> so, instead of a bullet that, like, comes out with a like, shell and everything, it's, like, one thing. Because I've heard that before, like slugs. Anyway. Yeah. But there you go. So you know we learned something today. How exciting! Anywho, all right. Well, that is going to bring us to our challenge, and it is another round of taboo. So get that timer ready. Okay, wait. we're So two point five minutes. Oh, two point each yeah. one, and we decide who goes first. Two and a half
1: minutes. I'm
0: okay, it's you. It's a three. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let me just not even look at my cup because I'm going to try to pull that okay. like a oh, few cups. Okay.
1: Alrighty. It's the blues I'm doing right. Just
0: remember, yep, you're the blues. Okay. So remember, you can't say any of the words that are under it or in the word or any part of any of the words. I really need to go back to our first episode and make sure that we didn't cheat mm. anyway. All right. Continue on and go. All right.
1: So it is a small rodent. A mouse. No.
0: A, a rat.
1: Not, does not have a long tail.
0: Oh. Uh, the gopher.
1: They're very cute. A um, uh, hamster. Yeah.
0: Okay. Oh, right, not me.
1: Let's see. Um. Can I? Oh, so they're on a farm.
0: A cow, a pig, a chicken. <laughs> pig. <laughs> I'm just going to oh, hear old McDonald's.
1: Um. So. <laughs> okay, so the 12 days of Christmas song. A partridge? Not a partridge.
0: A dove. Yep. Okay.
1: <laughs> so these invertebrates. Um,
0: a butterfly. A bee. No. Oh, we did a bee before already.
1: It's aquatic.
0: Mm, it some sort of crustacean? Changes color. An octopus? Yeah. Okay.
1: So It's like chicken.
0: A turkey? Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um It's a mollusk.
0: A snail. Not a snail. A slug.
1: Not a slug. Oh no. Um They are, are yummy.
0: <laughs> yummy.
1: I think they're yummy. Um They're from the ocean.
0: Oh, squid?
1: No, no, they.
0: What? This yummy. That's from the ocean. That's a mollusk. I don't know my mollusks uh, very well, Obviously, I only know of snails and and. Uh, and they whatever, so don't
1: it's... really ever move.
0: Are they mussels? No, you're close oysters. There you go. Okay, you can't say the world is. Huh? You couldn't say the world is. <laughs> For that one <laughs> I'm sorry <I> for you <laughs>
1: okay um it is an ectotherm no no that sheds its skin Lost has four kids. legs a oh,
0: well, snake a lizard yeah okay I don't know if we count that one or not I don't know I think no the timer yeah. went off we were close but yeah all right reset it okay so that's a negative well that's not a negative we just ran out of time yeah all right, are we ready? Yes. Okay, go. Um, On our last episode, I used this for a K. I said it was a king. Crab. Yep. Oh, God, come here. Um, okay. The biggest one is the red. Kangaroo. And, yep. Oh, this one's going to be a little trickier. I don't think we've had any... Oh, I can't say that. So there was a pharaoh in a country that's in northern Egypt. Africa. Yes. And this person died. Tut. Nope. Oh. It's a woman.
1: Oh, Cleopatra. Mhm. Cobra?
0: A more general name for that? Snake? Nope, more more specific, but <laughs> um
1: more specific than snake but less specific than cobra yeah Mm venomous
0: it is venomous yeah okay
1: is it supposed to be viper no okay Uh, i can't tell
0: you what letter it begins with there's not even really i can say um there's a type of vegetable that i don't like and it makes your pee smell
1: asparagus yes
0: so take the beginning of that s nope the whole if you said that word just cut it off in the middle Asp. Yes, there we oh go. Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> Asp. My goodness. <laughs>
0: okay, um, we have covered a spotted, I believe, and there's also a um, bottlenose. Oh, dolphin. Yep. Um. Oh, that's a little tricky. Um, how do they how do they describe these? Um. Oh, is he in there? Pepe Le Pew. Skunk. Yep. <laughs> uh, mantis. Shrimp. Yep. Oh, um, they're big. Whale. Arachnids. Spider. But bigger. Tarantula. Yes. Oh, we're running out. Um. Okay. They can't say that. Okay, there was a movie with The Rock, and he was the blank king. It's in the mummy series. (laughs) Um, there's also a um, oh scorpion. Yeah. And this oh, I only have one left.
1: Yeah.
0: How many left do you have? We're gonna have to split those up for next time. Or I'm gonna have to go get animal adjacent ones. Six. We're gonna have to get animal adjacent ones. (laughs) Mm Okay. One two three four five six seven. I got eight.
1: I got six.
0: All right. 14. Not too bad. Not too bad. Okay. I'm definitely going to have to get animal adjacent ones because we have enough Mm -hmm. to do another round, but not enough to totally finish another round. Anywho, so there we go. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. As always, we're your hosts, Allie. And
1: Casey. And
0: we will catch you on the next episode of the Animal Addicts Podcast.